Hey everyone, welcome to episode 5 of Otome Shimai. I'm Vicky. And I'm Vika. And we are sisters who play Ultima games. So let's start with our usual, who are you doing this who week? Who are we doing? Who are we doing? We should come up with a theme song for who are we doing this week. Who are we doing? You're the theme song person, not me. <laughs> you should come up with a theme song. I'll think about it. Okay, think about it. So who are you doing? Who am I doing this week? Okay. Yeah. So I mentioned last week that I was doing, uh, I had finished mm-hmm. Tokugawa Ieyasu's mm-hmm. route in Ikemen Sengoku. Mm-hmm. So I finished his route and now I started another route. Uh-huh. And I am doing Mitsuhide Akechi's route. Oh dear. Oh dear indeed. <laughs> oh dear indeed. Tell me about him. I don't really know if I can say much right now because I've just started the route. He's kind of like the resident bad boy. You know, like, everyone else is kind of a hard-ass, too, but he's, um, he's something else. How so? He, the thing that that gets me about him, at least in the beginning, is he has this thing about how MC is, like, very innocent, Mm -hmm. and she doesn't know her way around the world, like, how battle happens and how war is happening. Because that's a natural thing to know. Oh, obviously. Well, in that (laughs) era, it is. They're waging war. (laughs) And, yeah, he's kind of a dick to her. <laughs> My type, for sure. He's kind of a dick to her, but, oh. like, he's a dick to everybody, so it's okay. Okay, okay. Um, but we'll see We'll see what happens with him. He's, he's not a great, kind, or sweet, or truthful person, even. <laughs> but um, he's interesting so far. Yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to hearing about him, because he's definitely... Um, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about his route, that mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, really interesting development and character development, so yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing you play through his route. Yeah! I'll share more <laughs> next time. Yeah. What about you, Vicky? So, you know how you were doing Shiraishi's route for a really long time? Mm. Now, I'm doing Shiraishi's <laughs> route. How do you feel about it? Um, he's interesting. <laughs> I... I don't, yeah, he's, he's not, he's not my favorite. I mean, like mm. you said, like mm-hmm. his, his story is really plot heavy. So Caller Time's Malice is one of those games where you have to play through like all of the LI's routes before you can do like the final guy's route. Ah, uh, he's who you're waiting for. Yeah, he is, he is who I'm waiting yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. But, but Shiraishi, um, his route is really plot heavy and, and in Color Times Malice, in each route, you like piece together a little bit more of the story and mm. figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Shiraishi's his route has 12 times as much plot-revealing stuff as everyone else has put together. Yes. So I'm finding it really interesting. I'm finding out a lot of information that I've been, like, wanting to know. And that makes me really excited to play it. I'm not excited to play it because of him. He is not my my type. He's he's not... He, he doesn't understand people. He doesn't understand how to interact with people he kind of just likes to try to, like, play around with people and... Yeah, he doesn't get the human connection. Yeah, he doesn't get the human connection, and I'm really... In, like, I, I like allies who get that human connection. I'm not into the unfeeling or, like, not understanding people type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So those are my feelings on that. Nice. Yeah. Well, I hope we'll come together and get a good ending out of him. I hope so. That, I mean, we're getting all the bad endings. That's true. I've died a few times already. So much death. <laughs> so today we're going to continue to talk about tropes and ultimate games in part three of our series. Why would you do this? 
Why? Why? Why would you do this? Yeah, I don't know. Um, the second part of this episode is going to have mild spoilers for Hakuoki and Ikemen Sengoku. And when I say mild spo- spoilers, I mean really mild. You're going to learn a little bit about the route, but nothing major. Mm-hmm. But still, we'll let you know before we start to talk about them. So if you don't want to hear them, then you can stop listening. Yes. Yeah. But what are we going to talk about first, Vika? So there's no spoilers for this section. Mm-hmm. This is our first trope. This is MC can't remember who she is or what her purpose for existence is. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. So I actually decided to put these kind of like two different tropes together because in some cases, like she has no idea who she is, this mm-hmm. MC. In other cases, she doesn't know why she is who she is. So I think really the only example that I could find for um, MC can't remember who she is is Amnesia. Amnesia amnesia because the protagonist literally has amnesia Amnesia. (laughs) so the the premise of the story is mc wakes up and she doesn't have a name Mm -hmm. like in other otome games sometimes they give you a name she has no name she's just the heroine right yeah and uh she meets this little i don't know what orion is is he's he like a like little a fairy guy or like an angel guy? Not exactly sure. But basically, he's like, hey, you have to remember who you are. Like, something's going on. Mm-hmm. And he goes through the story with her, and she's, she can only see him. Like, no one else can see him. Oh, but great. she has to live her life. She's a college student. She has a job at a cafe. And she basically has to remember who she is by interacting with other people. So she not only has amnesia, but she's also hallucinating. <laughs> Well, there's some other things that happened at the end that happened at the end of the game that explain why it's not a hallucination. Mm-hmm. But that being said, like that is very fitting for this trope. Like you are just you have no past, and you have to date each ally to figure out how you know them. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the only way to figure out how you know someone. It's to enter a romantic relationship <laughs> with them. Yeah, at I least don't, in this game. I have no idea who I am or who you are or how we know each other. Well, I guess we have to bone. We have to fall in love. <laughs> Let's fall in love for me to remember who I am and who you are. I mean, you said fall in love. I just said bone. Well, you know. Yeah. Um. So what's the next game that we're going to talk about? So this is more the what is her purpose for existence mm-hmm. type trope. And there's two games that I played that are like two. this. The first game is uh, Nor 9. And Norn 9 isn't... There's three main characters. Like, one Which of them... makes it unique in itself. That's true. Having I really enjoyed MCs. playing this game. So, the way that it works is you have three MCs, and with each MC, you get to date a specific ally. So, if you're one MC, you can't date the allies of the third MC. Well, that's disappointing. It's not that bad, actually. Because, like, they have different pre-existing relationships. Oh. So... The one that I'm going to talk about today is, her name is Koharu. Mm -hmm. She's this really cute girl. She's very innocent. She's very sweet. She's very stubborn. Um, But she basically lives a life in isolation. Mm -hmm. And everyone's, like, super scared of her. What? Yeah, I can't explain why because it's a little (laughs) bit spoilery. Okay. (laughs) But everyone's super scared of her. And she meets this stranger who gives her a uniform clothes, I believe, and says, hey, this ship is going to come pick you up. And that's your destiny. You have to board the ship, and you have to do things. And And so she does. Okay. But she doesn't know why she's there. She's just waiting for it. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 when you say ship, you don't you don't mean like an ocean ship. No 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 no. I mean like an airship. 
Like an airship or like, an airship. like a spaceship? No, it's an airship. An airship. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. an airplane? No. No, it's a, it's a, so the, <laughs> the airship is kind of like a little town on a ship. Like there's, it's like a cruise, but also like with a garden and a lake. I don't know how to explain it. Oh, okay. Okay. I understand. <laughs> so it's, it's like a cruise ship in the air. It's like a cruise ship in the air. What yeah. a, what an interesting but place to live. Only they exist on that. And actually the beginning of this game doesn't start with the female MCs. It starts with a boy. Hmm. Who gets... Does he get thrown back in time? Oh, no. <laughs> Are we crossing our tropes? Vika. I mean, I think this guy, yeah, he gets thrown back into a different time or a different, a different dimension where, like, history is different for him. And he ends up on this ship. And I don't know exactly how you end up going from playing him as a character to playing one of the three MCs. It's been a really long time since I've played this game. But, um... Yeah, you basically, you start as this boy, and eventually it turns into an Otome game where you get to be one of the three main characters. Yeah. Yeah. But but this but this girl, the Koharu, she doesn't know why she's doing the things that she's doing. She has no idea. Yeah. I'm, I feel bad for that. I also have no idea why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, but I do them anyways. I think it's a bit of a different situation, though. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The other game that I'm going to mention is Code Realize. Code Realize! You yes. remembered the name! <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Vika! What's it called again? The game that I can't remember the name of? Yes. Code Realize. Code Realize! <laughs> oh, everyone give her a big round of applause. Yay! It's because I have notes in front of me, just oh, saying. Oh, okay. I may not remember it later on in the yeah. future. So who are we talking about in Code Realize? So we're talking about Cardia. Cardia! She's the main protagonist in Code Realize. It's not that she doesn't know who she is. She knows who she is, but she doesn't know why she exists. Mm -hmm. Just like previous, previous character. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's real sweet. Um, she basically, again, grows up in solitude. Mm -hmm. She uh, has a father, quote-unquote. Mm -hmm. Not really gonna go into any much, any more detail there, but um, you know, a lot of things happen with her in the village that she lives in, and she kind of, like, stores herself away until one day she wakes up and she sees a note from her father, and she doesn't know, like, why she is the way she is. Mm -hmm. The whole premise of the game is that she's got, like, some poison in her body or something Ooh. in her body that makes things die so she can't touch anything. Mm -hmm. Imagine how difficult that is when you're trying to romance boys. And you can't touch them. And you them. can't touch them. Yeah. That's that, a big, that's a big issue in this that, game. That's worse than trying to romance a man without a head. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. So she doesn't know, you know, why she exists. She doesn't know why she's there. She doesn't know what her father, where he is, what he's doing, why he kept her away from the world, and now she has to go on this journey to figure it out. Yeah, that's that's interesting, and um, I know you've played Code Realize. Code Realize has always been on my list, but I kind of played vicariously through you, so hopefully one day I'll actually be able to play it myself because I, I've heard really great things about it um, mm -hmm. from everyone. Yeah. But Vika, what do you think of this trope? MC can't remember who she is or what her purpose <laughs> for existence is. I like it. You like it? I like it a lot. Tell me about it. Why do I like it a lot? I guess it's hard to say. Um, I think it's more that you as a player mm -hmm. don't really know what you're getting into mm -hmm. and neither does the main character. You start, and you're just a blank slate. Ah. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I, I kind of like it, too. Mm. I, I do. I think it adds, like, an extra layer 
to the story mm-hmm. of the MC trying to figure out who she is as a person and who she is like as as a heroine mm-hmm. in in the story and figuring out you know what what why she's doing what she's doing and if if it's if she's supposed to do something that it turns out she doesn't want to do um, figuring out what her choices are then. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for character growth. Yeah, definitely. So I do. I like this trope. Yeah. I like this trope. We're in agreement. What's our next trope? So the next one, um, there are going to be mild spoilers for Hakuoki and Ikemen Sengoku. It is really mild, but we are going to go over some plot points that maybe some people not, might not be comfortable with listening to. So if you don't want to listen to those, then see you next week. See you next week. Um, <laughs> if you want to listen, continue. Where Here we go. <laughs> so the next trope is, I can't date you. You're like my sister. Oh, this trope drives me crazy. Opinions are at the end. Oh, sorry, my <laughs> I jumped ahead of myself. Yeah. So, in in this this trope, um, we we've seen in, in quite a few games, and it's also really popular in anime, mm-hmm. um, and also just like in media in general. I see it on a lot of TV shows. Um, yeah, there are a lot of teen novels mm. that have this trope as a big, huge plot point. Yeah, yeah. So the the first uh, the first game that we're going to, going to talk about is Hakuoki, but it's not the original Hakuoki, it's actually the Hakuoki remake, mm. because um, this is the, the main issue in uh, Shinpachi's route in um, Nakagura Shinpachi, and he, he was a side character in the original game, and they made him an, a love interest in L.I. in the remake, and... He he is he's like a big brother figure to her in the original to Chizuru the MC in the first game and then when they get into the romance thing it goes back and forth oh uh, do I like her no I can't like her she's just like a little sister to me oh do I I like him oh I like him <laughs> but he thinks of me as a little sister so we can't be together and it's a lot of back and forth but it is an ultimate game so you can guess how that ends. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're always going to end up with romance. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, the second game is I- Ikemen Sengoku, um, and this is Hideyoshi's route. And it's really interesting because Hideyoshi is actually my favorite character so far in Ikemen Sengoku. Ah. I, you know how much I love Hideyoshi. Yes. He's, he's a sweetheart. He really cares about everyone around him. He's mm-hmm. really loyal, like, to a fault. Yeah. Um, but, and this, this is actually, this only really happens in, like, the first part of the game because well, in the beginning of the game he's super sus like, well, <laughs> he's suspicious of you right yeah he's like what are you doing with nobunaga yeah he's really protective of oda nobunaga and so in 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 all of the roots um when mc shows up hideyoshi is really really su- suspicious of her but at the end of the day after pretty quickly he s- drops this suspicion thing and he becomes really friendly with mc and mm. every single route yeah but in his route they end up getting really friendly and when people start like teasing them about how close they are he immediately defaults to oh she's like a little sister to me ha 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 and she defaults to oh he's like a big brother to me ha 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 <laughs> but in both of their heads they're thinking oh my god like i like them um <laughs> and so that this is like i said this is more at the beginning of the route that that, that this is an issue it gets 
dropped at least internally fairly quickly, they realize that they're both into each other. But mm. externally, I think Hideyoshi himself kind of puts up the I see you as a sister front for long enough that it makes MC and anyone playing the game really annoyed with him. <laughs> Well, there are other characters and, like, other female side characters in this game that love him. Like, uh, he's super popular with yeah, the ladies. Yeah, he, he is. He's he's really popular with the ladies, and, and he's really nice to everyone, and he has a lot of ex-girlfriends that he's still on really good terms with. <laughs> and <laughs> this is the best ally. Yeah, no, he's a great ally. His yeah. ex-girlfriends love him mm. <laughs> and sing his praises because he is. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, and so that, I mean, that's the reason why I like him. He's a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's how the root starts, is he's like, I can't date you, you're my sister. Well, it's more like he tells other people, I can't date her, she's like my sister. Ah, uh, I yeah. see. He tries to convince himself. Yeah, he tries to convince himself that he can, that he can't like her because she's like a little sister Well, to it's him. a good thing that doesn't work out. <laughs> um, so the third game is, it's, it's, the third game I'm going to talk about, it's a little bit different. This is an old Quinn Rose game. In English, mm. it's called Peter Pan of the Sweet Island, and it's based on the story of Peter Pan. Um, and the two characters that this applies to are John and Michael. Now, I'm huh? sure... <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> Just like Vika is thinking, I'm sure you're thinking, wow, wait, I thought that John and Michael were, like, the brothers of Wendy, and Wendy is the MC. You are right. However, in this game, John and Michael are her stepbrothers. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, That's a real deviation from Peter Pan's story. Yeah. So they, they literally, I mean, so the old Quinn Rose game, there's a lot of sexy time in it. Mm. Um, a lot of sexy time in the old Quinn Rose games. I don't know how they got away with rating most of them C because in almost all of them, the MC is going to sleep with everyone. Wow. Yeah. So Wendy sleeps with her stepbrothers? Yes. <gasps> That's not even pretending to be like my sister. Like, she actually is their sister. Yeah, she, uh, but, but it's also, <laughs> but it's also, you know, the reason why, why they, like, put things off. And so there's the whole back and forth of, oh, like, you're, like, my sister, like, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of that pretense gets dropped once they end up in Neverland because they're suddenly in, like, this fantasy world. Mm -hmm. And there are other, like, men competing for Wendy's affections because... Um, interestingly enough, once again, basically the only woman in the story is Wendy. Tinkerbell is now turned into Tink, who is a dude. <gasps> Tink is a possible option as an ally, too? Tink is an ally. Wow. Um, but can't talk about him right now because we're talking about John and Michael, the stepbrothers. <laughs> Right. So, once again, I, I can't date you, you're like my sister. So, they both have the same issue. In the same game, usually it's only one ally has that issue. Yeah, one has less of an issue about it than the other does. I believe Michael doesn't really have too much of an issue with it. He's mm -hmm. just kind of like, I like you. <laughs> um, and I think she's more like, um, what? And but you're my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Vika, what do you think of this trope? I can't date you, you're like my sister. Um, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. I hate it so much. <laughs> oh gosh, and I think I like let let my feelings show at the beginning of this this section because this trope drives me nuts. I hate it so much. I have very strong opinions of it. Me too. Oh no. What do you think? I this is one of the least favorite tropes I've ever come across. I remember when I first started doing Hideyoshi's Rudenikis and I told you I was like 
they did this trope. I'm mad at this trope. They both like each other. Why don't they just bone? They just need to, like, go to town on each other because they both want to. And this is a stupid, stupid thing. Yeah, that's how I felt with Shinpachi, too, and Hakuoki. It's like, they draw it out way too much. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, I, it kind of makes sense It's if it's, like, the childhood friend trope combined with that, mm. but even then, it, don't draw it out too much because it's boring and it's overdone and there are so many more, in, more interesting things that you could be doing with the story and mm. not having these two characters angsting because at one point in time, one of them tried to convince themselves that they didn't see the other in a romantic way. Yeah. There's no point. I mean, it is nice if you really like that tension, because I know some people who, like, are super into the angst and super into the tension, and they like having that little thing to, like, pin down on and be like, okay, once they get past this, then it's, like, the big release. Like, that's interesting. But there are... But it's not for me. There are better things that you could be angsting about. Yeah, I suppose so. I, I think it's, I think it's interesting. I think it's definitely, like, if it's, if it's something you're interested in and it's something you like, then heck Yeah. Like it's it's great, but for me personally, it doesn't it doesn't take my boxes. Yeah, it doesn't take your boxes. Nope. None of them. Nope. Not even one. Not even one. Not even one. Mm-mm. Not even my two stepbrothers who go with me <laughs> to, <laughs> to Neverland. Neverland. <laughs> so now we have to compare these two tropes. Do we even have to do this? We know what the answer is. We have to do this. Uh, okay. So Ask MC. The <laughs> Which do you like more? MC can't remember who she is or what her purpose purpose for existence is, existence is, or I can't date you, you're like my sister. Definitely MC can't remember who she is or what her purpose for existence is. Me Hands too. Hands down. Me too. Me too. Mm-mm. No, 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 the other one. Yeah. No brother, brother conflict. Yeah. Um, I think we've made that abundantly clear. <laughs> no beating a dead horse prince. <laughs> We'll move on. (laughs) We'll move on. (laughs) So thanks, guys, for listening to us again this week. Uh, I think we've got one more episode in the uh, Why Would You Do This series. Um, I know that we definitely feel like Why Would You Do This about that last trope. So I mean, in the last episode, date animals? Date animals. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Well, just wait until the last episode of the series, because that is really going to be making you wonder why would you do this? <laughs> well, thanks everyone for joining us today. We really appreciate you spending your time with us. Yep. If you have any questions, please go ahead and comment in whatever comment box you have, wherever you're listening. Also, please go ahead and subscribe to us. We also have Twitter and Instagram if you would like to keep up with when our new episodes are coming out and what we are doing. Thanks so much for listening this week. Bye. Bye.